0: I'm Deontay Burden, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamaru Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to
1: dunk. I'm Luke Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that was. in English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Sheikus Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robertson, and I'm down to dunk. Yeah, On you.
0: Um.
1: What's up? It's the Down to Dunk Podcast. We are with you. We are part of the Athletic Podcast Network with you today. Jay Smith here, right here. Andrew Schleck. Slam through. And Taylor Dickerson.
2: Look at the stars. Look how they shine for you. And everything you do. Yeah, were, <laughs> you were, yeah, they were all yellow. Slam through.
0: You were so gentle singing so that gentle. song. Oh, my goodness. Are you preparing to sing to a baby? <laughs> yeah, that's good any night. day that's now. A good
2: night. Really, literally, any day could happen. <laughs> I know. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Know. How are you doing? Are you, you guys doing okay?
2: Yeah, I'm doing fine, man. Uh. We're okay. We're fine. Don't why do I not look fine? I I'm fine. Why not?
1: Jay, nice haircut, man. Thanks, bros. What's up? Did you wear a mask? Uh yeah, actually I did. And the guy yeah, that I cut my hair say. was wearing a mask too.
2: About to say. My About wife's saying. salon.
1: Trying to protect people, man. Hey, uh number one is anytime I do an intro and it's not the L man, it's so nerve wracking for me because I just what do I do? You know? Yeah. You, you,
0: you should, what you should do, Jay, is just do you because you tried to do some of Luke like, hey. and some of you, and then you just eventually <sighs> like get yourself back down to J mod. But- <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Jay. yeah. And so it's always, it's, I always try to, because it's such a uniquely good um, intro that Luke brings to the podcast. I always feel a, a lot of pressure to match that energy. So it's very difficult, but uh you know, I did. I brought what I could, guys, and so. You
2: know, the best U is the gigantic U, Jay, and that's exactly what we need. Okay.
1: Yeah. What's funny is your computer glitched when you said that over here. At least it did, <laughs> it and did, it sounded yeah. like it, you said gigantic, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, that is Jay, what I said. Yeah, so I don't think it glitched. Yeah, the, the gigantic U is the one we want, Jay. <laughs> that's yeah. what we're looking for. You need to put on a couple more lbs. Man. Get a couple more. <laughs> Hey, I don't want to do that, but I, what I want to do is talk a little bit about basketball. We're getting closer. It's June seventeenth this morning when we're recording. You're actually going to get this on Friday, so because and you know I can't remember what we're going to do. I think no, we're releasing you're getting this, this today. today. Yeah, and today. then we're going to do the trivia podcast for Friday. Sorry, so yep. our timeline's still a little bit jacked up on when we're recording, but we're going to get the Fry pod out for you uh, on Wednesday, and then the trivia show on Friday. And so uh, Shams of the Athletic. Uh, a partner, and basically we're pretty much just like Shams. Uh, He's our buddy. A he buddy, had a, a tweet storm yesterday about the details that are coming forth about the bubble. Um, and there's a lot of details in there, and, and we're not going to be able to discuss all of them. But um, Oh, Andrew, yes, I we you, are. I know you've done a lot of, uh, I mean, you've done a lot of podcasts probably about this or, or paying attention a lot. To this because it was so much and i was still trying to work and it was like just it was a lot yeah um and, and so maybe maybe give us kind of a cliff note to some of the things that you all and i don't know how how much of that you got to look into taylor but what are some of the things that stood out to you from um what the details that are coming out are the plan is extremely
0: thorough i mean if you read if you just read what was shams released in his article which you should go to theathletic.com Slash down to dunk to get a free trial. Then you can just read it for free. Don't have to worry about paying for it. It gives a ton of detail on players traveling and how they have to be essentially quarantined before they go quarantined when they arrive. They're going to be testing them daily. They have to keep six feet apart on the campus. You can elect to wear a wristband that has an alarm on it. To where, if you get closer than six feet to somebody, it will an alarm will sound. I mean, that's required for NBA personnel um, for everybody but the players. The players don't have to wear those, but they can elect to if they would like to. So they have those. They're going to provide the those like aura rings or whatever to uh, help with coronavirus. Nuva rings. <laughs> yeah. New- yeah, they'll be providing those <laughs> for I don't think, for, uh, I don't think fl- that's it, but players and their family planning, um, and, and they'll also provide these rings that will help with detecting coronavirus early on. So, it, they're really doing the best they can, and they're essentially saying, "Don't leave the campus. If you leave the campus, one, you'll have to be quarantined when you come back in. Two, you're going to have to have the really crappy COVID test that goes all the way up." your nose because the ones they are going to be giving the players, aren't the ones that go all the way up. They're going to do a saliva test, the blood test, uh, but not that one. And so if they leave campus, they have to do that
1: one. And so they're, and then you also get docked. You have to quarantine for 10 to 14 days and then you lose pay. Is that correct? They, they could, that could okay. be
0: a part of your penalty uh, if you end up missing games uh, because of it, which you probably would. So, it's to me it's incredibly detailed. If if they're going to have a chance at this, I think they're giving themselves the the best way possible. I mean, I can't imagine a better way. I'd almost, I mean, for me a lot of players and coaches are like this is there's just a lot of restrictions, like I don't know that I want that. I'm um, to me I'm almost like I want more restrictions. Yeah. Like let's make sure that we can actually have this happen.
1: Yeah, and you're not going to, in your risk level of like some of your elite players getting injured or getting out with coronavirus is limited. Because it, it, so number one is if you're in a bubble, so you're controlling who's in and out, mm-hmm. your risk is cut dramatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, basically they're isolating. It's just basically one giant family isolating in multiple hotels is yep. what's happening. Yep, And then beyond that, to go to the fact of like, Then they're maintaining some of the same expectations, even still within the bubble of six feet. I know that they're talking about, if I'm not mistaken, that personnel that's not the head coach, they need to be
0: wearing masks. Everybody will be wearing masks on campus unless you are exercising. They also wrote on their reading a book by yourself.
2: That was actually my favorite part. was he didn't say just outside by yourself with it he has a very specific example, example of reading. unless you're outside in the pool or reading a book by yourself. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> yeah. Which- I mean it's it's masks all the time. It's coronavirus testing every day. It's you can't be within six feet. It's players can't go in each other's rooms. There are just a lot of restrictions. And then hopefully by the time that you get to the point where you're playing basketball you know who has it who doesn't have it if you have it you're sitting out if you don't have it you get to play i mean i i think this is honestly the the best case scenario for the
1: nba to actually crown a champion it to be honest like it feels like and this is how you want it to feel it feels like overkill like hey man like the bubble would should protect them primarily on its own, truthfully. yeah. Um, without having – you should be able to exist within a bubble. If nobody has outside contact, knowing that everybody within the bubble is free of the coronavirus, if everybody stays in the bubble, and that's the problem is you just don't know. Like, if you knew that everybody just stayed there on campus for however long – because for some teams, it's going to be a month, mm-hmm. right? Like, the beginning of the playoffs is sometime in, what, mid-August? Oh, I mean, yeah, probably mid August, late August, yeah, so probably. Yeah. There'll be some teams that it'll only be about a month. Yeah. Uh, that they'll be there or, you know, month and a half quarantine. And then for some teams, like the hard part is the ones that it's gonna be like the mo- the longest is gonna be these teams that make it all the way to the finals. Like they're gonna be there for three or four months. And what's funny is initially we talked about like, oh, this we just as long as it doesn't have an asterisk by it, but it's like this may be the most mentally <laughs> grueling of and maybe even physically grueling of any NBA playoffs that's ever existed you might get two titles just yeah, for like hey, minutes. guess what we're just going to give you two of these rings and yeah. so just cuz
2: god great
1: effort out there boys I mean, we just <laughs> got to give both
2: these teams a trophy that's amazing
0: no i mean the team that wins gets it gets two yeah it gets just two, of them. two just two credit for two championships
2: no if you make it to the finals you won being quarantined with people, you uh, you learn a lot more about them,
0: and some of that is how they smell. And if you are a man, and you're looking to smell good, you've got to check out Hawthorne. I got some of their soap, body wash, deodorant, and lotion in the mail in a package, really a beautiful package. And it is great. It got this giant bar of soap that I've been using. It not only exfoliates, but it makes your your skin just smell and feels so good. It's easily the best soap I've ever owned. And I've owned a lot of different soaps, but this is easily the best soap. And it's a great gift for Father's Day. So they've got cologne, they have soap, they have all kinds of body wash and lotion, and they have like hand cream and things like that, that'll just make you smell great. And I think one challenge that, that men have is when you walk into a store, maybe you're going to find cologne, maybe you're going to find a uh, good smelling soap, I don't know what I'm looking for. And I'm sure that you guys don't either. And so Hawthorne makes it super easy. You take a two minute, two minute quiz when you get onto their website. That's hawthorne.co. When you go to their website and you take the quiz and it actually asks them like random questions and some questions specific to you. And it kind of spits out this algorithm that gives you your kind of soap and your cologne scent, which is really cool. And it is so helpful to me because I don't want to have to choose that. I really don't care about choosing what it is, but Hawthorne does it for you and it does it right. So listeners, check out Hawthorne at hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E dot C O, not dot com, hawthorne.co. And use the promo code down to dunk to get 10% off your first purchase. That's hawthorne.co. And use the promo code down to dunk to get 10% off your first purchase. Hawthorne.co
1: It's a, it's going to be taxing. It will be. Now, I know yeah. that they're going to let family in at some point along the journey. They're going to let, there's going to be all sorts of things going on. After, and one round, is, after round one. After round one. After round I know one, that, yeah. So, which is also gives you an incentive to get past round one. Uh, you can have your family come and watch round two. Well, you'll see your family no matter what. After round True. one. Yeah.
2: That yeah. is what will make it easier to stay there longer, though, is you're only there longer because you're getting the reward of, being closer to winning. Unless yeah.
0: you're unless you're a cheapskate, because the players have to pay for the hotel room for whoever comes to stay with them.
1: Oh really? hmm Huh.
0: Is that fair? Do they have a lot of money? <laughs> so yeah, like who afford it? If the Thunder He's makes it gonna pay for Lou Dort's room. That's I, I was gonna say. Round two, Thunder yeah. is who is somebody helping <laughs> Lou Dort out? Come on. Chris that's Paul. true. Chris Paul is
1: making forty-five million or forty million dollars a year. No, it's thirty. What's he making?
0: Yeah, thirty. But he thirty plus. But he he makes four hundred thousand
1: dollars every two weeks. So he should be able to help out Lou Dort a little bit. And Lou Dort's yeah, like, I, hey, help I, out. I, make, <laughs> I make seventy-five thousand dollars this year. Uh, that's why I always felt so guilty when it was like on the road trips. It's like, all right. Lou's gonna pick up the meal, and it's like, please don't make Lou do this. Like (laughs) Lou can't afford That's like a paycheck.
0: (laughs) If for real, would be a paycheck for him. I know. Please don't uh... Don't do this to me. Uh, The so we did get information on where the players are staying. The Grand. What is like the Grand Floridian? What are the name of the hotel? Yeah, the Grand Destino is where the top teams are staying. The top-seeded teams: the Bucks, Lakers, Raptors, Clippers, Celtics, Nuggets, Jazz, and Heat. Can I, let me pause that for a second. Uh-huh. Okay, go go ahead to the second group. <laughs> the Grand Floridian is where the Thunder, 76ers, Rockets, Pacers, Mavs, Nets, Grizzlies, and Magic will stay, which is a gr- which is probably known as the best hotel in Disney, by the way. Really? Yeah. The Grand Destino is new and it's like this big tower. I've never been to it. Maybe it is better, but the Floridian is is known as as the nicest. And then you have the Yacht Club, which is also extremely nice by the way. Blazers, Kings, Pelicans,
1: Spurs, Suns, and Wizards. Well, you kind of changed my point because what I was going to say is like, if the Thunder got really screwed on their hotel because freaking Rudy Gobert was a big (laughs) dum-dum. Because I have no doubt the Thunder would have won that game and taken up a fourth place. Yeah. On that Wednesday night, that faded Wednesday night 17 years ago. Um, (laughs) So I was going to say, if they got screwed over because of that, man, they're going to take out a lot of vengeance on that jazz team whenever they play them. Yeah. Yep. But That's apparently, true. they're all... Uh, hey, guess what? They're all three five-star hotels on the campus. They're all very thing. nice.
0: The rooms, though, the rooms are small in in all of these locations. I mean, a much smaller they have, than what they'd like, expect.
2: You don't think that they have bigger rooms, though, for the NBA players?
0: I mean, I, I'm, I'm... Confident that most of the rooms in these locations are small. Like these aren't these aren't like giant suites.
2: There may be a yeah. few suites, but I don't know that there's enough. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I'm not there's sure there's like an... <laughs> there's going to be like 127 footers in the yeah, hotel. Yeah, they're going to have small rooms. I mean, yeah.
0: Thunder, Sixers, yeah.
2: Rockets, Pacers,
0: Mavs,
1: Nets, Grizzlies, Magic. I mean, the, have, the Floridian have, rooms are small. They've got these uh, villas, man. I'm over here just looking around. Yeah, they're not. I mean, they're let's be real. It's not like they're living in the slums or anything. They're they're no, really nice they hotels. Nice. You know whose life is going to be a living hell? It's
2: Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert can't escape anyone. Is he just going to stay in his room the whole time? Because he's just going to catch so much crap from every, not even just his team. I mean, everyone, he runs it. He can't play cards. He can't play 2K with the boys. He's going to be living hell. That
1: is one of the other things that came out is they did talk about uh, they have like a whole, like all of this entertainment options for the guys to keep them kind of, which is if you're maintaining six foot distance and I don't know how some of that stuff's going to work, but yeah, um, they do have like, they're going to be showing movies all the time. They've got like a whole lounge area set up for them to go and just kind of be together, which actually, I mean, here's the deal. And I was trying to send this text message yesterday and I'm not even getting, so, so let's finish one point before I'm moving <laughs> on is these guys are making, like they're saving substantial amounts of money by playing just those eight games yeah. plus potentially any playoff benefits that may come their way because of their uh, contract incentives. Um, so, so I just want to say like, I know it seems like it's super restrictive, but I'm also like, I mean, for half a million dollars, I would live in a hotel for six weeks with pretty minimal movement and stuff like that. Like I had to live in my house by myself for two months <laughs> for nothing, you know, like, so it's, it's hard to like project it. it like, I'm not going to sit here truthfully and have any real sympathy for, for this. Like, it's going to be hard, but it, Hey, welcome. Everything's hard for everybody in the era of coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: um, also, I mean, yeah. these these players, like, if, it's just so different because if one of us made that kind of money in that short amount of time, we'd just be banking so much and basically oh, just yeah. plan the rest of our lives on what we made. Like Those guys are like, I mean, CJ McCollum came out and said that over half of the league is living paycheck to paycheck.
1: That's insane. But yeah, I understand it.
0: And so those guys are... Not they're wanting to play so that they can maintain the lives that they have gotten the cars, the houses, the second, third, fourth, fifth houses, or whatever you know, they're trying to maintain all of that, and that's how those that's how a lot of those guys live, and so it it is for their livelihood in some ways. And so, I would be surprised. And and the players that decide not to play will know by next week, the 24th is the deadline. So if you don't want to play, one, you have to have an agreement with your team and a legitimate reason not to play, whether it's you want to protest or you have a pre-existing condition. And the people with pre-existing conditions, they are not docked any pay at all. If you want to go just because if you want to stay home just because you want to, I think you're docked one ninety second of every paycheck. So it's it's not it's not a ton so it's, well, it's and i think good for them I, ultimately if if that's what they choose to do they still get to make a majority of what they what they
1: want and have. i know there's like a growing i mean i don't know if it's growing or not but there's at least a sentiment that is it is a part of this conversation about um and dwight howard's agent released the statement from dwight howard that kind of dealt with this and If there's ever been a moment where I felt wildly unqualified um, to ever speak on something, it's this, and it's hard because all of you, I mean, so think about this, the majority of NBA writers that that most of us listen to are white guys that shouldn't really comment on whether or not these guys should go play instead of staying home to be a Mm -hmm. part of these protests Mm -hmm. and and, and this advocacy. And so like, just recognize that you may have feelings about it uh, in the same way that I have feelings about it, but my feelings are absolutely through my lens. And that gives me really no right to actually speak with any sort of conviction on it. Now, do I think that there's a chance to do both? Sure. Like, I think, I think, What I've seen in my, at least in the last five to ten years, is that the NBA community is one of like the spark plugs for advocacy. Good lord, (laughs) advocacy, Mm -hmm. um, for a lot of this. Truthfully, like, um, I mean LeBron James. Like, I remember when I think it's Eric Gardner in New York City who was choked and the same, I can't breathe kind of thing, and, and the whole NBA blacked out with the the shirts that they wore and the NBA supported that the NBA has always been on the cutting edge of um, being more socially minded and so uh, I think there's there's a way to navigate this to where it can actually advance the conversation but I do just say that to say like if, if Dwight Howard feels this way or Avery Bradley or Kyrie Irving like I don't have any right as a just a simple fan or even just a a person, a white person to be able to say that, well, you should do this. It's like, no, man, if you feel like that this hinders this potential advancement of the conversation on racial injustice or inequality or police Mm -hmm. brutality, like then, then I have no right. And none of the media members that would speak on it really have the right to say, no, you're wrong. You know, like that's the thing I keep going back to is like, whatever feelings I have are completely not a part of the conversation because I don't know that life, that experience. And I don't know what kind of um, stuff is going on in their hearts and their minds, but also how this could impact that conversation. So it's been a weird, that's been a weird journey for me because I do find myself like immediately in my selfishness, like coming up with this real um, like, Oh, come on. Like why come just go, you know, like, why would you do this? But then mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know? And like, it just, I think one of the hard parts about this whole conversation is the way you grow and move forward is by acknowledging that you don't know and you don't have the answer and that your side of it or point of view may be the incorrect one. And so I just hope like as part of this, like this at least is pushing me in that aspect of it. It feels like I think the NBA is going to move forward. I think a lot of the major players in the NBA are like, Hey, we can do both. I know that LeBron has mentioned that. I know that Chris Paul would feel the same way. Yeah. Um, But I just want, like, I want to caution anybody that's a fan and listen to this podcast to, like, don't start throwing your assumptions on how things should be into the conversation. Because just the best place to be is, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do uh, in the midst of this. I don't know how to respond to Dwight Howard's statement or Avery Bradley or or Kyrie Irving. And so it's just, but it's such a, it's such a unique dynamic as part of this whole entire conversation is also what's going on around our country, really around the world in regards to those issues we're facing. So, yeah. um, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's just, this is the wildest time of my life. 2020 is a year like I've never experienced. I've been alive for 38 years. And uh, I don't know. It's just hard to really know what the right next step is. And so. Earlier,
2: Jay, thinking. well said. And also earlier, you made a joke about uh, that Wednesday night when Rudy Gobert, when the Jazz game was canceled and how it was 17 years ago. And I almost said, I was like, well, literally we all were different people. <laughs> like totally four months ago, like yeah. all the stuff that's happened. I think a lot of us have, uh, a lot of beliefs that have shifted and opinions that have shifted or grown stronger one way or the other. So it is, it's, it's so crazy, but you're right. I mean, because of that and because everyone's trying to figure it out, figure it out. And, um, I, I know Kyrie is, might not be the best messenger, uh, in, in a lot of people's opinions, but you're right in us holding back our assumption and opinion on what he thinks is the right thing to do and, and what might be the right thing to do. So Right. What do you think about Kyrie wanting to start his own league though? I mean Uh that's totally doable.
1: <laughs> Whatever you want to do, Kyrie, it's fine. Just do you. Please just
0: I don't know if it's true, but somebody said that he left the Nets group chat after after he sent that to them.
2: That's why I saw that on Twitter too. I don't understand that. So, what he just threw that out there and then was like, (laughs) No, I think
0: maybe he was like berated for it. Like, are you kidding me? We're Uh no, we're not leaving the NBA. You want to start a whole new league? I was, I was all like, I'm, I was all aboard of okay, let Kyrie, like you said, he's not the best messenger, but it's these are things to consider. I mean, these are valid things to consider when going into this NBA bubble it's it's 100% valid but then when you're like yeah let's just scrap all of this let's start our own league (laughs) that's when I'm just like okay all right welcome back real Kyrie (laughs) yeah which does detract
1: from the larger conversation right it Um, does
0: that's and saying that is
1: that that is just that's the that's the flat earth Kyrie Uh, So, so here's my question so once again, like I'm tiptoeing so hard around this because I, <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, I admit my I- ignorance. Like, yeah, I, I confess that. Yeah. So if the heart of it for Kyrie is like, so truthfully, NBA players, predomin- I mean, are there any other African-American owners outside of Michael Jordan in the league? I believe that's it. So if that's kind of the conversation, I think that, that this sentiment of starting a new league kind of like, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, like we can work for ourselves. Like we could do a lot of that stuff that really matters for me. I think the long-term goal that actually is achievable is for LeBron James to become a partial owner or an owner of a franchise for some of these guys to start taking over franchises as they. And I think that's like LeBron's, uh, I think that's one of LeBron's goals. I know Katie has even mentioned like these guys are amassing enough finances that as they, as they transition out of retirement, like that's when change, Now you know, it's a long game and I get it. Like, yeah, I think one of the things that we're seeing that has raised up so much frustration and anger in the midst of this is that it's always the long game for the African-American community. It's mm-hmm. always about just wait, um, you know, and it, uh, yeah, maybe in 20 years we'll be able to, and they're like, we want justice now. Yeah. um which is totally right and justified. Yep. Um but I think starting another league doesn't really do any of that right now. No. Um and so that's why it's like okay Kyrie like well, that especially it sound what,
2: like it was really backed by anyone either. I mean that just sounds like <laughs> something Kyrie said and then everyone was like what? I didn't see anyone in support of that idea, so I don't even know if that's an idea worth having an opinion about. It's
1: like that scene from Half-Bake where he's like, who's coming with me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no. yeah, we're good. (laughs) It's like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's something we do know about Dwight Howard. I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. Dude was one of the most hated people in Los Angeles for forever, right? Like He was supposed to be a Laker for life, and then he left the Lakers. He left, and then they hated him for so long. And then improbably, he returns as a free agent to the Lakers. Everybody thinks it's going to be a horrible, horrible experience. He ends up being a great backup for them, contributing to winning. Everybody loves Dwight again, and then he's going to say, yeah, guys, I think I'm just going to sit this one out. And then Lakers fans are going to be like, same old Dwight. So we do know that. And that's, and that's, I just ultimately don't know that Dwight will sit out. Um, well, didn't he? No. He
2: walked it back.
0: Didn't he? he walk he's it back? already, yes, he's already walked it back. But I'm just yeah. saying that, like, he can't. Yeah,
1: because LeBron was like, uh, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey it's hard. Uh, dwight, Man, do you I... think you have any control over whether you play or not <laughs> he, he i'll just, be at your house tomorrow with my yeah. jet all he does is call him and he just laughs into the phone <laughs> yeah. well and the thing about it like dwight howard lives in atlanta atlanta i mean obviously is kind of right now especially kind of become the middle of this scene again yeah that's so true. Uh, and, and atlanta is such a difficult just the whole dynamic of Atlanta and the south and there's just a lot of dynamics in that. And so I think Dwight has a legitimate um, emotional response to this. That's totally justified. And I think the hard part for me, and and I know he didn't mean it this way, but it's like, and I know a lot of people go into this where it's like, you start breaking down the semantics of a statement where it's like, we can't continue basketball until this is resolved. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Dwight, like, I know you didn't mean it this way, man, but like this, there isn't, it's not like, all right. And, Six months, we're going to have it resolved. Yeah, Um, This is a years long rewiring of the system Mm -hmm. that has to be taking place. And so you have to, and I know he didn't mean it that way, you know, like it wasn't like we're going to fix racism and then we can play basketball. Um, But just, I think that's part of the reason he probably walked some of it back. He's like, well, I get, you know, like some of that. And and I think, I can't remember who it was on the hoop collected, those talking about that, but um, you have to, I don't know, man. You just have to be mindful that people are going through this journey and feeling it in a way, any sort of response emotionally that we would have um, as, as just bystanders watching it, you can amplify that 10, 20, a hundred times over yeah. for, for African-Americans in this community, especially prominent ones, which NBA players, whether or not they want it uh, or choose it, they are prominent. And they are, if you look at some of the most known i mean i would say the most known african-americans in our world are nba yeah. players and so mm-hmm. they have to feel an immense amount of responsibility in the in the middle of that too so yeah um which is just crazy dwight howard has had a 180 on like every part of him like mm-hmm. now all of a sudden people like him again which for there's a while i was like can do i just go away i know
2: do um, i do a 180 howard right
0: <laughs> into a there's a there's just a lot of harsh realities within all of this because if they decide not to play odds are they have to negotiate a new collective bargaining agreement which will likely lead to a lockout which could lead to no season next season which could lead to who knows what i mean honestly yeah. you lose revenue for a year and a half of the nba what happens I don't know. NBA looks different, and also, this is a this is a real chance to to grab fans that are like casual sports fans into becoming NBA fans. You may you would lose NBA fans.
1: Yeah, if you nail this thing, you could grow your league like crazy.
0: A lot, yeah. You you honestly could. I turned golf on on Sunday. (laughs) Now I'm watching mm. soccer, man. Otherwise, I mean, I'm watching it, soccer, it is, it is crazy, but if and and I understand that there are way more important things than growing the NBA, there are Absolutely. way more important things than basketball. I get that. I believe that that is true. I be, if, if we could all band together. And I think the, the, the problem is that the NBA community in itself will band together and, aren't going to be the problem. If you were to guess on average, how many days people in the U.S. have to wait to see a doctor, what would you say? A week, maybe? Actually, on average, people have to wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U.S. cities. Basically, a month. If you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want to treat that ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor, licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get your treatment that you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. If the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime that you have questions or you just want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel any time. So if you've struggled with ED, go to getroman.com forward slash down to dunk for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com forward slash down to dunk for a free online visit and free two-day shipping.
1: So if you look at the three major sports that are dealing directly with this, um, NASCAR. NASCAR comes out and says, no more Confederate flags. Yeah. There's some outrage about that, right? Because their fans are pretty much the polar opposite of what I would assume most NBA fans are mm-hmm. NFL NFL has, and this is why they've just been so cowardice in responding to the NFL majority of their time is because they just try to toe the line. They're 50 50, you know, like mm-hmm. we've got some fans that are, and it's the most popular sport in America I going to say they're the biggest, they're the biggest, most popular sport in America, but you have enough uh, people who, I mean, look at it. They black, they, they uh, blackballed. Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Uh, Colin Kaepernick yep. for multiple years because of his kneeling. Mm-hmm. Owners wouldn't wouldn't sign him even for backup roles. They're signing quarterbacks that are just garbage. Yeah, garbage. Instead of Colin Kaepernick, which I understand, like I, I pay attention to football a lot and I watch a lot of NFL. Colin was not. I mean, his last year in San Francisco wasn't great as far as on the field. But still, he's better than Andy Dalton. You know, like there's enough. I can go through a list of quarterbacks in the NFL and say, yeah, he's better than Mitchell Trubisky. He's better than the there's enough people where Colin Kaepernick should have gotten Mm -hmm. some sort of ride. So for me, as you look at the NFL and finally they're starting to back, but their fans are way more split than than -hmm. the NBA. The NBA would be the most progressive of all the leagues, to where if you did have if you did have LeBron James who took a knee, you wouldn't have people boycotting games. You would have some, but not it would not be the same level that you have in in all these other major sports. Yep.
2: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, the owners of these teams are going to try to follow the money. And so that's why the NFL has so much issue because of what Jay's saying, it's so split. Mm-hmm. They keep trying to follow where they think the money is. So initially, they thought the money was on the more uh, anti-kneeling for the flag, whatever. So mm-hmm. they went really hard on that. And that's probably the personal beliefs of a lot of these owners too, that yeah, just because of who they are. Um, and now you see the commissioner came out the other day, Goodell, and he said, uh, he said something about supporting teams. He, he would, he hopes a team picks up Colin Kaepernick and it's just laughable. And, and it's really kind of embarrassing mm-hmm. because there's just no dignity left in leadership with any <laughs> of those owners or like that yeah. league or anything. But Admittedly, Jay provided a good example. I mean, the the NBA is not like the NFL. Like you're right, Andrew. It's definitely a more progressive league. It's easier for the owners to pick. Okay, even if they just care about money, it's easier for them to see where that money is. And so, it's Mm -hmm. there's not going to be a lot of divide uh, there when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, and leadership in the NBA is more uh, more in one group or one one. Mm -hmm. belief. Yeah. I think you did say there's like no dignity in the
0: NFL, but maybe there is now that they decided that they can see the other side because it was very much so that they couldn't and wouldn't see the other side of the argument. And now they, and now they do. I think that there's become an understanding. There's also money that's involved with that understanding because I think that really our entire country has shifted in a lot of ways. You know, I, I would, so to me, I think it's good that Roger Goodell, he, he had to acknowledge it. He really didn't have much right. of a choice, but it is good. It is good that he did because I think now he's on understands because it was never
2: a, about, about what he was thought it was about. You know, it never was. Do you think was. it's because he understand? I just do not believe that it's because he understands. I, I think it's, I think he understood.
1: I, yeah. I think yeah, he just yeah. finally, I think the, I think the. Court of public opinion made it comfortable for him to yes. stand on that principle now. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which is cowardice, right? Like that's yeah. that's why I think he deserves whatever blasting he gets. Yeah, uh, no, you guys are right. But about that. At, at the same time, like there has to holding people accountable is incredibly important. Uh, gosh, man, I feel like I'm on the verge of just being like, Andrew, we delete the entire pod and take it off the internet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. cause there's so many things that like, am I going to regret saying this? So here's the hard part. Um, in the midst of like the Roger Goodell NFL thing is like, there's a cost, even at this point, there'll still be a cost for them doing what they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is the right choice late better than not ever making the choice? Right. Like yeah. ideally is five years yeah. ago, you take the principled stand regardless of the cost because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. That's absolutely what I would say. Um, the hard part in the midst of that is like, it's better that he at least ever did it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, like it's good that he actually did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is, and even ta Coates, who's, um, one of the most brilliant, uh, black American writers of our time. Um, he even mentioned that this feels different than anything that's happened in his lifetime. And, and yeah. one of the reasons he said that is he says, we feel a larger percentage of white advocacy today than we ever have.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so even the NFL, although, I mean, they're given $250 million over the course of 10 years, uh, which is, in, which is important. And somebody, I can't remember who it was. It was on Dan Levitard, but it was this, he's from, uh, England or Scotland. And he was talking about it. He's an old NBA player. And he was just like, give the money, but it's not enough. Give the money, give it to, in, to, to different entities that are doing good and advancing the conversation and doing right in the African-American community, but it's not enough. You need to do more and you need to start doing things to, to just or to, uh, rectify some of the ways that you've, uh, really been on the other side of this argument for a majority of your time as a as a league john Mm -hmm. john amici yeah he was so good did you listen to his interview
2: yeah he's super good every time he's on there yeah yeah so a hard thing to
0: reconcile too about all of this is is that at the core of the nba nfl mlb all of these is that they are a business created to make money yep (laughs) you know and that's i mean that's why we're doing this bubble okay If safety, public health, all of these things were the major priority, racial equality, if those were all the priority, you don't do this. You don't go to all this trouble. You don't make alarms on people's wrists that go off if you're within six feet of each other. This is all (laughs) to preserve the dollar, right? Yeah. I mean, it's... And that's that's sometimes kind of a hard thing to reconcile. Okay, shifting to something that's not as serious. <laughs> say. Also, recognize we're three white dudes trying to talk about stuff that we really don't know completely. But we, you know, basketball ish. Yeah, let's talk about this. Will be our last question. We'll do just a short segment on this. Uh, the Thunder roster. So they have a chance to add players to the roster. They can they could take Kevin Hervey if they want down to Ooh. Orlando. Is the Thunder roster as is set? So they can take up to 17 players. They could just take the 15 that they've had, but they could add more to it. Do you think it's set? Do you think they try to bring in an outside player? Do you think they try to bring Hervey? Do you think they try to sign another two-way guy? What What are you guys' thoughts on the Thunder roster?
1: My guess would be that they are, if they were to bring anybody, that they would bring the people that are already on their team. Um, whether they're in the blue, you know, like Hervey, uh, the kid they signed from Dallas or they traded for from Dallas, uh, whatever his name is, uh, Roddy Bubois, um, that's what it was <laughs> Uh <laughs> You know, I do think that that's way more of the I think that's way more of who they probably would go. It's just looking at the long term yeah. plans of this team. Like yeah. I heard you all talking about Alan Crabb and I think that'd be great. Number one, Isaiah Roby. That, by the way, Isaiah Roby. Thank you. I think if Alan Crabb does go anywhere, he's going to go like if any other team has an option, if the Lakers were like, we can take two more players, sign Alan Crabb, like Alan Crab's going to go play with the Lakers. Yeah. He'll play Although it Florida. doesn't really matter. Like which team can you get more play with? Because the location doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, I have to live in Oklahoma city. Nope. You get to live in Orlando in a bubble, the yeah. grand Floridian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so maybe teams will start making decisions on which hotels are better, or maybe these free agents will be like, "I don't know, I really want to stay in the Grand Floridian." Ah, uh, but <laughs> this is one of those things. I, I don't. I, I just don't see them pursuing anybody like that. Um, yeah, I don't know, Taylor. What I mean, do you see what could improve Dwight this
2: I see Dwight Bikes on the team. <laughs> I see yeah. Romero Osby on the team. Oh, no, not Romero Jamal Osby Moon. No. Yeah, Jamario Moon. I see him. Who else was that? Who else was on that Cavs team? Oh, Sonny. Uh, Sonny Weems. Yeah, Sonny Weems. He wasn't on that Cavs team. He was on the Raptors, though. Yeah, he's on the Raptors. Uh, so I see. I see a Sonny Weems on a team. Uh, but yeah, how about those are legit answers. You know, here's the real
0: answer on who the free agent, and he's not a free agent, obviously. But the the player they'd add to the roster is Andre. Oh, right to the to the roster to the rotation that's who it is and they're gonna be st- they're you, gonna play these exhibition have, games
1: huh you still don't have any idea no i mean you have as good of an idea as Andrew, i Andrew, you're connected bro i'm connected bro come on bro <laughs> i mean give me some information
0: so they'll be playing these exhibition hey. games against the other people that are in their same hotel is how they play those three exhibition games so they'll play like in the lobby So, sixers, Rockets, Pacers, Mavs, Nets, Grizzlies, Magic. So, they'll play games against those guys.
1: They've got to play Andre during
0: those games to see what they've
1: got. Dre coming back. Yeah. If he's any semblance of what he was, yeah. That's a big deal for this team. Large deal. Large, large deal. Large deal. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to say it, but what if, Taylor?
2: Hey. One injury, man. Hey, things one are getting injury. weird in Orlando, guys. Things are
1: getting real weird.
2: Things are getting real weird. Anthony Davis playing ping pong. All of a sudden, he takes one step, pulls oh. a hammy, or accidentally the ping pong accidentally goes in his mouth. Oh, it's got Rona on it. Or how all about, of a sudden Rona ha- out. Now the whole Lakers team has Rones.
0: How about this? Yep. Chris Paul gets on the phone. Hey, I heard that Anthony Davis has left. Has left. <laughs> The campus. Yeah, hey, got he did. Pictures of this is anonymous. Hangs up.
1: I did. There's somebody. ring, ring, ring. Hey,
0: LeBron James has left. I, I don't yeah. know why he'd do this. This is so messed up. All right, Lakers He's round two gone. 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 Yeah, <laughs> Andre Robertson
1: savior. <laughs> Andre Robertson finals MVP. The good thing about Dre, though, I will say this: is Chris Paul. Like number one, he would. Chris Paul tortured Andre Robertson win in that series. Yeah. Uh but at the same time, like he knows what Dre brings. So yeah. there there's not going to be that much of a learning curve. Like that is the trust with Chris Paul. Like he's going to put Dre in a spot to be the most successful he can be um from that slasher position if he can't come back. And so I don't know, man, that that's just the kind of stuff that makes me a little more kind of like hmm, this would be kind of exciting.
0: Top nine I- top nine in minutes played for the Thunder. This is how you know we need Andre Robertson if he's in any semblance of health. SGA, Chris Paul, Schroeder, Gallo, Stephen Adams. That's great. Top five we're set. Terrence Ferguson, New Orleans Noel, Darius Baisley, Abdul Nader. The
2: six through through nine. Yeah. You know, when you put it that way, I it actually gives Coach Billy a lot more credit in my head because I do not notice those four names as much like <laughs> there's never a point where it's like why are all four of these guys on the court right now <laughs> Ner- Nerlens has been good rotation
0: yeah New Orleans has been good but yeah Ferguson basically has been good in spots but has had some rookie moments and then Nader who's had who's been improved but is still a fringe NBA guy
2: yeah God when you put it that way that is that is really rough they've got five guys burgers and fries <laughs> I would I would put Ner- I would put Basley and Nerls in there.
0: Yeah, and Dort who has played and only Dwart. 6 637
1: yeah. minutes total. Lou Gent Dort. He's I been mean, good. I just think that you can be a pretty <laughs> you can be a defensive problem if you can have Dre at 90% or 85% of what he was.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you play him Chris as Paul, like a Lou, forward. Dre, yeah. I mean I mean, Lou Dort has probably been the eighth best player on this team this year. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's just because the,
1: he's been fantastic.
0: Yeah, but the eighth, the two-way player, the eighth best player. I mean, that is, yeah, that's that's how you know some things. That's how you know Andre would really help. Uh, thanks yes. for listening to our show. Make sure that you follow <laughs> us on Twitter at Down to Dunk. Make sure that you subscribe to The Athletic. Go to the slash down to dunk to get a free trial. You don't want to miss any of this info that Shamsharani is dropping on a daily basis. So please subscribe. Hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. And we'll have the conclusion, the final episode of the Deborah Buckets Trivia Hour, along with a special surprise on Friday.
2: Very what? not tripod energy today.
1: Yeah, we got a little too deep into things that we probably should have stayed away from. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you're on YouTube, you've heard all of it. If you're uh, listening on the show, sorry, you
1: just heard 10 minutes of a podcast. <laughs> Don't worry. Next week, we'll bring you all the fast food takes you can possibly take. That's ever. right. <laughs>